This is Midwest Money with Anthony Mayhew from Guardian Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over a decade of experience serving clients and families, Anthony provides his clients the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Midwest Money with Anthony Mayhew. Hi, and welcome to Midwest Money, your weekly show that discusses topics and issues of Wall Street and how they relate to folks here on Main Street. Our show is meant to offer a common sense approach to understanding some of the challenges surrounding investments, taxes, finances, and of course, planning for retirement. Thank you so much for tuning in and please remember to subscribe to us uh, directly on Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. You can also check us out online at MidwestMoneyRadio.com or find us on Facebook. Feel free to call our offices anytime toll free at 877-797-4347. Folks, my name is Anthony Mayhew and I'm excited to be here with you. You know, during the last year, when many people have been working from home, uh, reducing their trips out and about and helping their children and grandchildren adapt to a virtual learning, time has become a funny thing. Hours and days have for some blended together. And but you know who's been paying very close attention to the calendar? That's right, the IRS. During today's show, we're going to discuss some potential tax breaks for two important groups of people, those in their 50s and 60s and those who are self-employed. Let's start by looking at some of the potential tax breaks for folks in their 50s and 60s. A recent U.S. News and World Report article, 10 Tax Breaks for People Over 50, has some really terrific information. While your 50s and 60s may mean you're uh, moving a little slower than you were in your 20s, the good news is there's some very real financial advantages to being in that age bracket. As the article notes, once you turn 50, and especially when you hit 65, you may get a bigger standard deduction. And you can potentially earn more before before you even have to file a tax return. Additionally, if you're over 50, you may be able to defer taxes or perhaps avoid them altogether on the money you're using for retirement and health savings accounts. Who doesn't like the sound of a bigger deduction? Uh, The same article explains that as long as you don't itemize what you're deducting, you can utilize a larger standard deduction if you or your spouse is over 65 years of age. The current standard deduction for seniors is $1,650, more than the standard deduction for people younger than the age 65 who file as an individual. Married couples can bump their standard deduction by $1,300 if one spouse is at least 65 and $2,600 if both spouses are at least 65. I mentioned a larger filing threshold a moment ago, so let's address that next. Uh, 
Those who are 65 and older can have a gross income of as much as $14,050 before they have to file a tax return for 2020. That's $1,650 more than younger workers. For married couples, the threshold is $27,500. If both spouses are 65 and older and it's and it's $26,100 if at least one of the spouses is 65 and older. You should know, however, that even if you're below the filing requirement, you still may want to file a tax return so that you can qualify for any potential tax credits or refunds uh, of withheld income taxes. Another place folks who are 65 and older may find some relief is with their property taxes. First, we should note that property tax regulations differ considerably depending on your state and municipality. But in some locations, people older than a certain age who earn below a defined threshold may be able to take advantage of property or school tax relief. Be sure to carefully research the property and school district taxes in your community to make sure that you're taking advantage of all your potential tax breaks. It may mean that you have to fill out some extra paperwork, but it'll be worth it if it helps you save a few bucks on your taxes. We've talked a lot about uh, tax breaks for people who are 65 and older, but there are also some potential tax strategies for people younger than that. An example provided by the article states that once you turn 50, you can funnel an extra $1,000 into an IRA or a Roth IRA for a total of $7,000 in 2020. Additionally, a worker in their 50s who is in the 24% tax bracket and who makes out an IRA would save uh, $1,680 on their current tax bill. 401k catch-ups also begin at age 50. Workers who are 50 and older can defer income taxes on an additional $6,500 in their 401ks than, than the younger workers can. A worker who is 50 and older, who's in the 24% tax bracket, maxes out their 401k, may save $6,240 on their current tax bill. $6,240 by maxing out their 401k contribution, which is $1,560 more than younger worker in the same tax bracket could save. Remember, taxes on your 401k aren't due until you begin taking distributions. Now let's shine a light on the potential tax brackets for self-employed folks. An Investopedia article, 15 Tax Deductions and Benefits for the Self-Employed, have some outstanding information. For example, if you're self-employed, your internet and phone bill are a good place to start. Whether, whether or not you claim a home office or, or on your deductions, you can claim the business portion of your phone and internet costs. You'll just want to make sure that you only deduct what you're directly spending on things for your work. Health insurance is another significant area that the self-employed should be aware of. If you're covering your own health insurance premiums and don't qualify to participate in a plan through a spouse's employer, you can deduct all of your health insurance, your dental and qualified long-term care insurance premiums. 
Additionally, you can deduct the premiums you paid to cover your spouse, dependents, and children who were 27 or younger at the end of the year, even if you don't claim them as dependents on your taxes. You can also deduct meals whenever you're traveling for business. Um, uh, at a large business conference or entertaining clients, you don't forget that the meal can't be overly extravagant. And previously, you could only deduct 50% of the meal's cost if you kept your receipt or 50% of the standard meal allowance if you have a record of the time, place, and business purpose of the meal. However, that rule was amended um, in, in the, and, and, and this is a uh, mouthful, <laughs> Consolidated Appropriation Acts of 2021, H.R. 133, temporarily allowance of full deductions for business meals. This temporarily, temporary rule expires at the end of 2022 and allows for 100% deduction of meals, as long as they're served in a restaurant. I think the next critical subject is travel. Simply put, to qualify for a tax deduction, your business travel must be longer than one ordinary work day and must include sleep or rest and take place outside of the area of your tax home, which is generally considered the city where your business is located. Additionally, to qualify as a business trip, you need to have a specific business purpose scheduled before you leave home, and during the trip, you must engage in real business activity. Business activity uh, includes cultivating new clients and customers, meeting with clients, and learning new skills that directly benefit your business. As the article notes, handing out your business card during a friend's Las Vegas bachelor party doesn't make your business trip a tax deductible business expense. If you're using your car for business purposes, your costs for those drives are tax deductible. This is another place where we tidily record, where, where tidy record keeping is going to be really important because. You want to track the date, the mileage, and the reason for each trip. It's important not to claim personal trips as business trips. Um, the easiest step to calculate deductions using the standard mileage rate is um, th that that's really determined by the IRS. Um, the standard mileage rate is 57.5 cents per mile in 2020 and 56 cents per mile in 2021. Simply write down the miles you've driven and then multiply them by the standard deduction. Your total is then deductible. Well, folks, that's all the time that we have for this week. Hopefully the ideas that you got today will help you take a step forward with your retirement strategy and take a step back with some of your worries. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I look forward to visiting again with you next week. Remember, if you missed us, you can subscribe to the show directly on Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. You can also check us out online at MidwestMoneyRadio.com. Or you can find us on Facebook. We post regularly with great content on there. Feel free to call our offices toll-free anytime at 877-797-4347. My name is Anthony Mayhew, and I hope you enjoyed our time together. Thank you so much, and be safe out there. Thank you for listening to Midwest Money. 
Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Anthony Mayhew at Guardian Wealth Management. Call 877-797-4347 or visit them online at guardian-wm.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Guardian Wealth Management, LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through Guardian Wealth Management, LLC. Anthony Mayhew and Guardian Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.